This is an SJC Radio production. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to uh, episode 11 of series 6 of Pit Stop. Uh, this actually is the last episode in the current series. Joined by William Finn. Yep. Uh, Excellent. And um, let's start off with some news. Finn, I think you you got some news. Not altogether maybe surprising news. Yeah. Well, Michael Matthews just left the FIA because he was race director last year, but then he did say like, some He did something in the FIA and now he's gone. Funny enough, I, I'd assumed he'd gone already, um, but yeah. Well, that's just clearing it up now. He's definitely gone. You've definitely, he's definitely gone. You've certainly cleared that up. News from MotoGP World. Uh, Davizioso, um, Andrea Davizioso, one of the MotoGP greats, uh, is will be racing MotoGP next year. This year, he's been on the the, the satellite uh, Yamaha. Hasn't been competitive at all. I was reading, sort of reading an article yesterday saying that unless you ride a bike like Quattararo, he said that you, you can't be competitive on, on the Yamaha. So it's a shame because he is, he is one of the greats of the sport. He's stepping down for MotoGP next year. The other big news, just following on from last week's episode, is I didn't go to Monza. And uh, the reason for that, I cancelled at the last minute due to the heat. As you might be aware, I'm not very good with the heat. Uh, you too. Uh, Finns are going about this awful lot, but I suddenly realised that I couldn't cope with 30, well, up to 35 degrees heat. Well, I've been at Phil's today in what was 27 degrees heat, and I couldn't cope with that at all. I spent the whole afternoon in the shade, uh, pouring water over myself to cool down. We got shouted at pouring water over ourselves. I don't know why he did that. You, you got shouted at for doing that. Yeah, why well, in all fairness... Whilst you were playing football, the younger ones had a huge water fight. It was, it was great, so you should have opted for the water. Were you in the water fight? No. Exactly. I was busy just pouring what, water. What water guns? Uh, they had water guns. And they're basically, they're, they're water bottles. They, they, they had a good time. But you had a good time playing your football. Apparently, Mr. Parkinson scored one Mr. of the best. Mr. Parkinson didn't score a well, Well, he? he seems to think he did. Right, let's move on, because we're not talking about football. going to go straight over to you. I'm going to go to you first, Well, now. I didn't really watch any of the Austrian Grand Prix. I, I kind of watched a bit of the six-minute highlights on YouTube. Wasn't massively interested because I just watched the WC for Monza on television, obviously, which was amazing. More I thought that you watched it on your fridge. So, Will, star rating for the Austrian Grand Prix, Red Bull Ring. Will, what do you got? I liked it. I mean, star rating, how many? Uh, I'll go four. Four? What did you like about it? No, it's not big, it's not big. What did you like um, about it? Well, I mean, I, I thought Verstappen would actually not make it into the points. What, I you thought, say no, that? I mean, I don't think he would make it on the podium, sorry. 
when, uh, when halfway through the race. Right. Signs was going to get him, and then Signs his engine blew up. It did big time, didn't it? Yeah, and then, basically. And then I I think Lewis Hamilton had another good race. Mick Schumacher, best driver on the grid, saying that. I, I was watching uh, this morning showing all his overtakes. For, he made a lot of overtakes, didn't he? Yeah. And he, that's his second points finish, I think, in a row. Is that yeah. right? His best ever finish. Six. Six. Any, any other, anything you'd like to say about the Grand Prix? Yeah. Finn, over to you. Star rating? Three. Really? I thought it'd be higher than that. Because you gave Silverstone Three point five. Three point five. Why not higher than that? I thought because you enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was good. There was good. There was lots of overtakes. There was a lot of DRS overtakes. Uh, oh, dear. There was. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, oh dear. Um, and going on to that, there was a, the science incident really spice things up because now the pack close together. Was there was there a safety car? Or... There was a safety car. Yeah. Right. And, and oh, did... was it? Yeah. Right. Did did that? Now I saw uh, that somehow managed to get Leclerc and Verstappen closer. Then yeah. Leclerc took him, and uh, everything else happened. Look. It was good, but I saw a funny video. Basically, as soon as Leclerc's uh, not Leclerc. Science car started rolling back because so it started on fire because yeah. of a fuel leak, yeah. and then there was heat, we yeah. mixed fire. Big fire, it was a big fire. Yeah, um, and there was this fire marshal that runs a bit like Mr. Bird, he's quite slow. He like <laughs> sort of like waddled over. It used to be quite fast, actually. Mm, he waddled over, he, yeah. put, he, he walked up to the car, saw it rolling back, put the fire extinguisher, back, extinguisher down, and waddled off. Did he? Well, you didn't put the fire out. Right. Did he put it under the wheel, though? That was a stick. I don't waddle, but when I was your age, your year eight, I was probably the top athlete in my school. I've got the evidence on video to prove it as well. But that's irrelevant. Let's move on. Now, I saw Finn uh, on this brief highlights thing. There was quite a good battle. I don't know about 10th position, about five cars oh, all yeah, together. That, I like that because there been lots of five-car place battles. There was one for first at Silverstone, second at Silverstone. There was that one for ninth at... The... Yeah. My, my question on this, how did that battle arise? Was it straight after the virtual safety car or what? Did that arise it, naturally? It came out of the pits. So it was when there was a few people that pitted uh, from like fifth and it, they came down and they were in that battle and they just, they just sat, stayed there. And it just like stayed there for well, a good 10 laps. Was it 10 laps? I think it might be slightly less. Well, okay. So you had some really good it battling. Big. It was a really good battling without five cars. Ultimately, DRS always... Did ruin it. That does ruin it in the end. No, but I think I think on Austria most of the overtakes were going into turn three. They so would be. They would be. They were, there's a lot of like dives from quite far back. Now I saw. I think we're talking. You saying only about how well Mick Schumacher did. Mm-hmm. Um, there was at one stage where I think Mick Schumacher was defending uh, from, from Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. In the I, sprint, he was amazing in the sprint as well. He was very unlucky as well in the sprint. But I think. Okay. You you you, uh, you could say a rookie because last year's car was not a car; it was a bathtub. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> his first time in a half decent car. And yeah, and he's defending a seven-time world champion. He did yeah. brilliantly. Now, he defended on, nineteen of the twenty laps, and then he lost it at the end. On that subject, now um, there's some in-car um, audio where I think Mick Schumacher was saying to uh, the team, yeah. "Can you get Kevin to slow down oh. so I can get his DRS?" Did you hear that bit? Yeah, and then there was something. Now that. Okay, now I know I always talk about this Finn, I go on about DRS. It's a slightly ridiculous situation where you've got a driver asking the team for his teammate to slow down so he can get DRS to hold off, uh, you know, uh, 
a challenge from behind. This whole DRS thing is it's silly, isn't it? When was DRS came? When did DRS come? Oh, I can't remember now. I think it might have been about, it might have been 2012. I might be wrong on that. Um, yeah. I remember I but that, that's a ludicrous situation where yeah. you're relying on a teammate on a teammate to, to get your DRS thing to work. I just think... Well, I, I do think it's, it's one of the best tracks to not, like... Because DRS... There's three DRS three, zones. Yeah, but there's three DRS zones. And the, the, the start, like, the start-finish straight, it's not... It's not that Not long. many overtakes actually It's not long, there. it's not long. The, the, the first to third corner is where most of the overtakes yeah, long, happen with the dies into straight. turn three, which is actually that not that bad because most of the time you get switchback. We get an awful lot into that turn four, yeah. don't you? So, okay. So, there yeah, was some good racing. Uh, I just I just wonder now. There's no doubt the cars can run closer together, can't they? Because last two races, as you were saying, Finn, we've had you know, three or four cars really close together. I wonder whether we need to ditch DRS, because I think these cars are now capable of, yeah. of racing closely together. Yeah. And DRS will always alienate purists like myself. Now, let's go to the predictions table. I, I don't know if this is the final. This is, this is the final tally? No, oh, we, we can, still, send we, we can still do it virtually over teams, can't we? So, we all struggled again because we all predicted Verstappen to win. Um, so, uh, we all got 10 points. Finn, you got 10 points for having Verstappen in the top three. In fact, we're all the same. All three of us got Verstappen got 10 points for having Verstappen in the top three, although we all put him as first place. Uh, Perez retired very early on. Was he in a collision with... with um, Gasly. Was it Gasly? No, Gasly. It was Russell. Russell. Gasly was the sprint. So, you, uh, Finn, you had Perez second. Ricardo, that was optimistic in third. Uh, Will, you had Sainz second, which might well have happened to be not. Norris third. Uh, yeah, Norris third Terrible prediction. Well, no, he's I, normally quite I did the same. I went for Paris second. I know, but I who was Norris. higher? Nor you literally just said no. Ricardo was a long shot, and Ricardo finished higher than. Him. Yes, really? but yeah. but okay. Ricardo, uh, like the past. Oh, yeah. He's not. He, he's acting a lot more like he was Mick Schumacher in the last 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 season. He's not performing. Yeah, he's not. Time. He's not. You are you right. Know, Norris is the only other driver out of the top two teams, uh, top three teams, to score a podium. This season, really, yeah. that is remarkable. So we only had so there's only only three teams of podium. So only on I say on, only on one occasion this year yeah. that can't be right. Has yeah. It, yeah. No, we, no, we've had Mercedes on the podium. Yeah, exactly. Top three. Oh, hold on, so we've had Mercedes on the That's podium. Quite a lot. We've had Ferrari on the podium. We've had Red Bull on the podium. So we, we've had what was the point you, you just made? Repeat so that. Norris is the only only driver. To score a podium, there's not in a top three car. Yes. Yeah. Well, I would say Mercedes wasn't a top car. So I think one of the one of the maybe disappointing. Okay, who was the, if, if Mercedes isn't a top three car at the start of the season, who came third in Bahrain? Who came third in Bahrain? That there was two DNFs. Right. The, the the point I'm making here is that um, we the, the rule changes haven't okay. They've increased the competition at the, the sharp end. So we got Ferrari and Red Bull, but. We haven't got as many teams as, as perhaps we hope for competing for podiums. Now, moving on to uh, matters far more interesting uh, was the Six Hours of Monza, round four of the World Juniors Championship, the WEC. This was the best 
wreck race I've ever seen. Now, you, you might be saying, well, hold on, sir. Don't you regret not going? My answer is no, because I had been. if I'd been there, I'd have been half dead because the, I probably wouldn't be able to follow the race very carefully. Um, I watched the whole race live on Eurosport. The first few hours, you have it on, you do other things. The last two hours, you could not take your eyes off the race. It was just non-stop action. I give it five stars. You will not see a better sports car race than this. Five stars. So, some facts about That's this. Some, some, it is good, isn't it? Some factoids. A win for Alpine. Finn, you like that car. You like the colour of it. The car looks amazing. Glickenhouse, kind of my favourite car, was on pole, dominated early proceedings, but I think had an engine failure. There was, you've seen a bit of this. Have you seen this, Will? Some of the footage I've put on teams. Um, amazing battles between Alpine and uh, Toyota. You need to go on YouTube and look at this. Now, you have the situation where the Toyota, faster in a straight line, Alpine faster around corners. So what you had, to, on many occasions, the Alpine would get ahead of the Toyota. That would be maybe on the exit, the Parabolica. The trouble is the, the Alpine would overtake too early onto the start finish straight and be retaken by the Toyota into the Retifilio, the first chicane, or other overtakes, the Alpine would overtake a Toyota into the Retifilio, the first chicane, and then uh, lose that position into the Roger chicane, uh, which follows it. So it's very difficult. The Alpine can make overtakes, but was then re-overtaken immediately, not because of DRS, but because the, the Toyota had better um, straight line speed. The the race was kind of settled. I mean, this went on for lap, almost like for lap after lap, after, not 10 laps, it went on for about an hour. The Alpine struggling to, to, to make an overtake count. It eventually, the decisive overtaking manoeuvre, in fact, they did actually, there was a collision between the Alpine and the second place Toyota. Finn, you saw that this afternoon, where Kobayashi moved just a fraction over on the start finish straight. They made contact. That resulted in a fair bit of damage to the second place Toyota. Uh, and then very soon after that, the Alpine then overtook the, um, the leading Toyota. The overtaking manoeuvre was made after the Roger, no, it was made into the Roger chicane, and that meant that the Alpine was able to get ahead through the Lesmos and through Ascari, which gave it enough of a lead to stave off the turns on the straights. This battling went on for lap after lap after lap. It was compulsive viewing. So, brilliant battle at the front of the field. LMP2, Le Mans was a bit disappointing. Um, the LMP, yeah. LMP2 was a massive that. field. Didn't get the racing we were expecting. The LMP2 racing at Monza was incredible. The competition was intense. You had about six cars all together. That was incredible. Um, yeah, that was won by Real Team. That's Real Team by WRT. Second place was Jota, who dominated Le Mans. Their car started the back of the grid. So that was an amazing performance by Jota. Do you want to say something, Finn? Yeah, you know, remember... I'm, I'm, I'm happy this has been a good race because on the back of a 1.5 rating. Did I? Who gave what? Did I give? You gave Le Mans 1.5 stars. Did I really give it that low? Yeah. Well, it was a bit disappointing, Le Mans. Okay, the action that you it's might. It's a shame be... that it's your favourite track as well. What? Le Mans. Yeah, but I'm going to Le Mans next year. And because we have Ferrari there, we'll have Porsche there. That's so be... better then. It'll be amazing next year. It will be what amazing. What was the debut car? Was it the BMW? Uh, BMW will be there as well, I think. Yeah. No, what was there? there was, I'm sure it was a debut car in... At Le Mans. At Monaco. Uh, no, Monza. Yeah, there was. That was the, the Peugeot. I, I personally don't like the look of the Peugeot. Their debut went exactly as expected. It was quite troubled. They got one car home. 
Uh, they showed speed, particularly in free practice. I don't like, to me, the, the design is too space age. I don't particularly like it. Um, but yeah, well, well done, Finn. That, that, that was, that was uh, one of the headlines, really, of Monza, the debut of the Peugeot hypercar. Now, uh, GT, GTE Pro, uh, Corvette, after the disappointment at Le Mans, they took a last gasp victory. It came down to everybody was expecting to have to take a, uh, a late splash and dash fuel stop. The Corvette never did. So somehow they managed to save enough fuel to not make that last minute splash and dash. So they won. There was a, I say amazing racing between the Porsche and the Ferrari and GTE Pro. It kind of, well, I say amazing racing. It got a little bit too heated and there was too much contact. Both cars went off at the Roger. That got a little bit out of hand. There's more. There was a huge well, crash you saw it today, Finn, for the TF Sport Aston Martin. Finn, what happened in that crash? Tell Will what happened. Uh, he drove over the sausage curb. Well, I think he, he had, had maybe had a brake for Oh, some. no, he, so he was coming into... It's the Roger, the Roger yeah. chicane. He looked sort of like drifted it in, he hit the sausage curb and he flipped I'm over. assuming that he had lost brakes or something. So he hit the sausage curb. Well, no, he curb. sort of spun it into the corner. Yeah, he was out of control, wasn't he? So he hit the sausage curb at unabated speed. The car was locked up in the air, rolled lots of times, huge accident. Well, they, they've got to go because, they're, they're, you know, in a world obsessed with safety... You know, you can't really have these sausage curves. And the last point Why from... What's that? Why are they it is to make drivers not want to go off. That's right, exactly. Well, there's a simple solution. You put a gravel trap but there, some, or you put grass somewhere there. Like, somewhere like Monza, there's so many times where you're, you someone dives into the chicane and they're forced to go wide. You are right. They, they had a very anything. big crash in Formula 3. Was it last year or um, the year before? At the, par- at, the, at the Parabolica. The car hits the sausage curb and gets launched up F4, in the... F4, actually. Was it F4? F4 2019. Okay, there we go. Well, done. well corrected. Oh, by the way, I say Parabolica. The Parabolica corner is now been renamed. It's called the it's called the Michele Alboreto corner. And what they've done, I quite like this. You know I don't like Tarnock tarmac runoff yeah if you've got a tarmac runoff then you paint it what they've done they've painted a very big picture of alberetto in the i think it's the 86 ferrari it looks really good so that's been renamed for michele alberetto Gov. last point about the the weka monza in gte am the the what are they called the iron dames ferrari that's an all-female crew took pole position and they came second in the race so um, it's the first podium for a woman in, G- in, in WC history. So the most amazing race I think I've ever seen. I watched all six hours. It was non-stop entertainment. After that, I, I, I couldn't really watch the Austrian Grand Prix highlights because I knew it would be a patch on the Monza Weck. Phew. Right, moving on. So um, moving on to the large question. The large question. The question this week is, what are your hopes for next year now? I've got two. Who wants to go? Who wants Finn to go? Wants Finn, to go. You, you go first on this. Finn, you go I first think, on this. I would like to see Williams in the top team again. Yes, yes, like they were in the, gosh, well, they were dominant, weren't they, in 91, 92, 93. Then they and then 96, 97, and ended in 98. So they had to get rid of their computing yeah, I, th- I think various rule changes. That they also lost an uh, engine supplier um, because they were uh, Williams, Renault, and they lost. Uh, the Renault went somewhere else at the end of ninety. Hold on, did Renault disappear at the end of ninety seven? I think they did. 
Um, do you like to see a competitive Williams again? Yeah. Anything I else? I think that'd be great because just on the back of Frank Williams' death, I think yeah. the best possible thing is they could be up there as a top three team. Didn't told um who's the Canadian chap in their team? Was it oh, didn't, oh. He, didn't he get through to Q three at Silverstone? Yeah. How did that happen? Rain. Oh, it was rain. Oh, so it was, it was just luck, really. Yeah, he was forty seconds slower than the leader as well. Uh, His lap was forty seconds slower slower than pole in Q three. Oh, he didn't. Did he, oh, okay, right. So once he got through the Q3, that was probably, yeah. He had a two-minute, four-second. Right, so Finn, you, you, your hope for next year is that Williams are competitive once more. Very good. Will, what are your I hope? I hope there's more teams fighting for race wins. Because like, I feel like it's really... you, you put When you when we're doing our predictions, we nearly always put Verstappen to win. We do. And or Leclerc or Perez or Sainz. We, do, the we do the same feel for every week. Hamilton and Russell, but I want to put people that. That's a good point. I think what he's what, what he's trying to say there is <laughs> what he's trying to say is he'd like to see F1 as hard to predict as MotoGP is. Yes. Yeah. Because MotoGP yeah. is different riders at podium every week. Yeah, that, that's. And I think that would be amazing. So I kind of wish drivers were in the same car. Well, actually, funny you should say that because you, you won't agree with this at all. I don't expect anybody else to agree with this. But what I'd like to see, I think. F1 should be a spec formula like uh, IndyCar, but they all have the same car, basically the same chassis. They, they can do their own liveries, but like, yeah, exactly. like exactly. if everyone's in the same car, you'll really see or, who's the better driver. Well, in IndyCar, they all have the same chassis, but there's two engine suppliers, which are Honda and uh, Chevrolet, unless I'm very much mistaken. Um, I might have got that wrong. Um, have I got that? I probably have got that wrong. But you can have Formula One where Spec chassis, but they have their own engines. I would also like to see Monaco the last race of the you, season. You've said that, yes, and because you think that would set up a, if, if there was a. Because who's not going to overtake? In, if it's your last, if, if it's it's your last. <laughs> see, but what the problem right. is in Monaco when you see Monaco, the, tr- the leader, the leader's quite far ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you jump with your point? That will never happen, will because that will put Monaco in November. And Monaco I, in the rain. Oh God. Well, yes, actually that, okay. But as I said last week, uh, is all about the glamour which comes from the nice weather and so on. So I, I, I like what you said because it, it kind of linked him as what I was saying earlier. We're seeing it's become too predictable. It'd be lovely to see other people on the podium. Yeah, I think. I, I, I like that. I like that. And so the rule change is they have produced closer racing because we said Silverstone and uh, the Red Bull ring, we had you know four or five cars together. That's fantastic. It's really annoying. It's really, really annoying, this calendar, because they go from a, ba- a great race at Silverstone onto a great race in Austria to La Castellet, which oh, is so oh, bad. Isn't the next round Hungary? No, it's it's not, like, not this weekend, is it? No, it's no. next weekend. I, I could have sworn that it was... That's why I asked if we're doing predictions for it, because you said... We should. We probably should. We will do, we will do predictions. I didn't realise... And was... La Castellet is just going to be like... Yeah. What is it? What what even will happen there? It's so bad. I mean, yeah, the problem I have with it is just the size of the runoff and, and the stupid colours. I, 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 I find that, it... It's now, just annoying. You, you, it doesn't you, even look good. It's just you, a stupid red see, and white See, see for me, and you may may have gathered this, the aesthetics of, of Formula One, how it looks, to me, is very, very important. And and Le Castellet looks a bit rubbish, basically. Now, now, I bet you're wondering what my wishes are for next year. I've got two... I, I, I was trying to go for one, but to, to, for me, these are both equally as 
No, I'll tell you what. My biggest wish is this. That next year, there needs Wait, to so be... Yes? You're going to say something about push to pass. No, I'm not, actually. Really? I say I'm not. For once, I'm not. Really? I'm not. Because it's all about the WEC. That there needs to be, in next year's calendar, like there has always been, a uh, World Endurance Race at Silverstone. Because what we used to have in September, one of the highlights of summer holidays was... I was at the last weekend or whatever of the summer holidays. You'd go to Silverstone. You'd go there on Saturday. You'd watch the wet qualifying Saturday afternoon. You watch the the European Le Mans Series race, four-hour race Saturday evening. You camp Saturday night, and on Sunday you have the six-hour World WC race. One of the, you, you can't get a better race weekend than that. That needs to come back. We've got to have a round of the WEC and the ELMS at Silverstone next year. Uh, my other one, <laughs> you might not be. This might not surprise you because my whinging about the heat. That the Monza wet ground be moved to May. You, Move said, you texted me that saying. That's what I said to us in the instructions as an example. Yes. Move. You're going to have Monza wet. Please do move it to, to May because July in Monza is too hot, and, and and you won't get me there. And I've got to be there basically. So I've got why, to be there. Why? Are you sure you should have thought about this? I know, I know, you're right. But it's funny enough, on the Friday, it was, it was. we spent the day on Friday at the Water Sports Centre doing kayaking and, well, I just did kayaking and paddleboarding all day. I know you did, you did some archery and some climbing. But I realised on that day, I can't take this heat. And it was only, it was only that day and I realised, oh gosh. And of course, I Someone's going to have to push me in. And do you know who that was? Saviour was, it was me. Yes, yeah, so when, when, when I say we did paddleboarding, it was mainly when Finn trying to push no, me Finn. into the Finn. Will was, Will was being too cool. He was, he was pushing the instructors in. No, I couldn't. I couldn't even. <laughs> so I, I was. I've never paddleboarded. Little old Mr. Burr would paddle, slowly paddle, paddleboarding along down the channel. Yes, by the I did push him in. And oh, you did actually. The pacey, pacey, massive, big buff Finn we pad up beside him, um, just jump onto his board and wobble it around. Yes, yeah, so I did fall in quite a lot. Stupid boy, so stupid boy. It was, it, it was, it was, and I felt the sun, I felt the heat on there, and I thought, I can't, I can't cope with this, and that's why I cancelled uh, Monza. Right. Did you like cancel the ticket or everything? What's that, sorry? Did you like get your money back? Uh, I got the money back on my parking at the airport. The rest of it I'm not too, too bothered about. Uh, but I'm going to go next year. How much was it? Well, it's only the, the flight ticket. I'm not too fussed about that. And I paid for the hotel. But it's, it wasn't but too you have actually got your parking ticket back? Yes, because uh, parking, yes, I got, I got that money back. I put the parking. Eight pounds? No, 105 pounds. I got that back. So it wasn't a disaster. Right, moving on. Um, <laughs> coming up this weekend, well, it's, it's, it's only, there's things on, but they're only in America. You've got IndyCar racing from Toronto. That's a really good street circuit, by the way. You've also we got hate IMSA. IndyCar. No, we don't. We like IndyCar oh. because it's competitive. Uh, we've got IMSA from Lime Rock. I think that's just the GTD class. It's not the actual prototypes. So Lime Rock's a very small, short circuit. Um, and then the following week, you tell me we've got Le Castellet Formula 1. Finn, now. can you get me a pen very quickly? And we will do predictions for yeah, Le Castellet. Uh, oh, that's pretty big, isn't it? What, what is it? Uh, it's a good circuit. Okay, pen. pen. Cool. Yeah, it is. I, I made those. I, I think I did. Right, okay. Sure. I did. Uh, or I think Mr. Horror told me. Yeah. So, Ben's just admiring a, a couple of boxes which has got WC logo on them. Right, so this is Le Castellet. I could have. 
double check it's the cast there. Yes, a hundred percent. Because I thought it said um, Hungarian. No, that's after. Right. Okay, so it's two weeks' time. So um, Finn, you have to go first. Yeah, and you know what? Claire to win. Okay, keep going. Lec. Oh, I got it. Lec. Signs. Yeah. Actually, no. Uh, Verstappen. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mr. Lewis Hamilton. Well, he's on a good run of podiums. Sir Lewis Hamilton, actually. Right, Will. Verstappen. Um, yeah. Leclerc. All the same people, yeah. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. For God's sake. So it's the same people. Are you trying to catch me up or not? Well, we are. Uh, me. Um, let's have a look. Let's go for something different. Okay. I can't really go for anything different. Can I go? See, this is a problem Leclerc. with going last. You got, you I'm going to have to go... I'm going to go for Leclerc first. I'm going to go okay. for Sainz second. That's different. I'm going to go for um, Verstappen third. But so, so in total there, we've only got... we just got... Is it four drivers altogether amongst our 12 selections? And that reflects you know the current state of Formula 1. Verstappen is never third. You know, well, he, well, he might have some. It might be the Ferraris that he's, have. He's, he's always first, second. Yeah. But, 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 but what I'm saying is, it might be that the Ferraris have the straight line advantage, perhaps. I don't no, know. I think they do, actually. So if they do, that, they that might have, happen. They've made the. Now, oh, for goodness sake. Now, moving on. It was, we're kind of coming close to the end now, so I'm going to get a little bit serious here because. As I said at the start of the show, this is the end of series six, mm. and this is also Finn. Just hold far on that for, for okay. This is also the last, probably the last in-person pit stop we're kind of ever going to do. Now you might wonder why that is. Well, that's because our lovely school, St John's, is closing for good. Tomorrow, so this is a little bit of a moment for us. Um, this is Will's last day at at St John's. It obviously, it's, it's, and tomorrow's everybody's last day because we're all moving on. We're all going to to different schools next year. But good news is that pit stop will continue. How we do that, I'm not entirely sure. But I know Tom is very keen for it to continue, and so is Joe. And uh, I am. I'm sure you are. I am. Now I'm going to say a few things here. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've been at St. John's for 17 years, loved loved, loved it, it's a great school. This year's been probably my most enjoyable year. Uh, one of the highlights of me doing this show uh, every week. Um, so I've got to thank, obviously, the, the originals. That was uh, Ed, uh, Joe, and Max. Now, they all disappeared. Uh, well, Mitch. Well, they, who? Yeah. well, Mitch just did, I think, just was a, was did one episode. Um, they obviously disappeared earlier in the year because they're year 11 and they, they finished school. And um, after, well, I mean, Finn joined us much earlier, of course. But but Finn and Will, I've got to thank you two for actually, I think without you two, um, it might have fizzled out completely. So my thanks for you two, um, you know, for being so good and, you know, keeping Pit Stop going. And I, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll continue next time. Now, you're going to be at the grammar school. You I'm going to be... At Banjo, probably, but you never know. We're going to find a way of doing this. We're going to speak to Mr. Furman. Going to be, you have a Mr. Furman. Okay, fine. Is he the deputy? No, he's, he's the master. <laughs> it might, it might be that we, we do this on teams, but, but <laughs> I said this at the end of series six. I think we will do a summer special because we've got to report on our trip to the MotoGP. So I think after the Silverstone MotoGP. 
we're going to do an episode because I think people, I know my brother wants to hear what you thought of it. It'd be very interested in that. Okay. So we will do an episode this holiday. Now, Finn, now, did you want to say something here, Finn? Because you've got a thing there. Me and Will both yeah. contributed to a present for right. you. Right. Uh, it um, was uh, quite a lot of money. I'm very, I'm very excited about this. I had a feeling this was happening because Finn was asking me questions, quite a lot of questions about my favourite circuit. When I said Le Mans... This has been sat upstairs. For, for quite, quite a long time, isn't it? Because when, when I said Le Mans, you said, yes, that'll do. And I knew you were up to something. And I said to ask your mum... You so know this, what you say about this. You say this is not very good uh, radio quality. About what? Shush, just let the this is open good. it. No, 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 because I'm still talking. So I'm actually opening this gift from Will and Finn. We've wrapped it up and everything. And it's all wrapped, so I'm, I'm wrapping it now. Okay, I'm going to turn it around in a second uh, so you see my reaction to this. So it seems to be a picture of some sort. Let's turn it round. And what if we. Oh my. Oh wow. That is fun. Look at that. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> so what I've got here is it is a framed map of Le Mans. And it's a kind of, it's the sort of enlarged sort of map, isn't it? Yeah. So it's got like a town and stuff around. This is amazing. Oh, this is absolutely. And it's a little message from me and Will. So Mr. Burr, best wish of the future from Finn and Will. This you can is. take that bit out because it sort of goes over it. But yeah, this is amazing. This is absolutely brilliant. Um, this is brilliant. Look at this. Wow. So th this is fantastic. Thank you so much. This is might be the best present I've ever received, actually. Um, so I'm really, really touched by this. By the way, as I said to you, we're, we're going next year and we're going to be camping. It looks like we're going to be camping that bit there on the yeah. outside of the Porsche curve. We're thinking about camping there. Yeah, um, more Bugatti track. There's the Bugatti track. You like that. Like yeah. That. You're going to have to go to Le at some stage. I'm sure that will happen. Um, but this is absolutely brilliant. I couldn't have hoped for a nicer present. So thank you so much for that. And, you know, thank you for, you know, for this year. Thank you. Finn and Will for this time. You've been brilliant, by the way, the pair of you. And this isn't the end. This is the end of series so you've Six. Got, you've got how the distance. It's got the distance. Record. It's got the lap record. It's got everything. How many corners here. there are. It's got the crowd capacity. This is absolutely brilliant. So thank you so much. I'm so touched by this. And listeners, we'll be back in about three or four weeks' time. Yeah. So after MotoGP, we, 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 we'll, we will do a recording. So until then, uh, it's goodbye. Bye-bye. This was an SJC radio production. The presenters were Mr. Bird, Will and Finn, the editor, Mr. Bird, and the producer, Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started. So head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well.